We're back for another episode of The Space, your go-to solution for stress and overwhelm. I'm Casey Donovan, together with our writer, Amy Malloy. Every Monday we say, let's do this, with mindfulness tips to get your week going. But what if you can't get your week going? What if you feel like you've got nothing to give emotionally? You're depleted. You're defeated. You don't have the capacity to log on and do business. You want to take an emotional sick day. A day to rest, recuperate and process your discomfort. But is it a good enough excuse? Um, yes. Sadly, we still don't believe it. So we pull a sickie instead of telling the actual truth. If this rings a bell, you are not alone. And we're here to help you help yourself. During COVID, one study found that more than one in five employees have lied about taking a sick day. It used to be about hangovers and wanting a day at the beach. Now it's all a bit gloomier. 32% lied because they were feeling stressed. 30% of people said they were simply feeling down. 24% said they weren't feeling themselves. And 23% lied because they don't think their boss would understand. The problem is, A sicky only adds to your icky. Because now you're emotionally depleted and anxious about lying. And if you're worried your boss will find out, you'll have to keep up the lie. We're really not doing ourselves any favours. So, what's the alternative? Be a rebel when it comes to emotional sick days. Tell the truth. Start a change. Shift the system. If you need some help, here's our foolproof guide for you. Step one. Stop calling it an emotional sick day. It's not a very empowering phrase, is it? Instead, test out some alternatives like I need to take a mental health day or... I'm going to take a sick day to deal with some emotional challenges. You don't need to over-explain it, unless, of course, you want to. A good boss will ask if they can help or support you. But you can share more information when it feels right for you. Think about it this way. If you had a head cold, you wouldn't give the ins and outs of every symptom or where you think you caught it. Step two, remind yourself you're doing something positive. This isn't an admission of defeat. It's you doing something awesome for yourself. Make sure this comes across in your language, whether you're talking to your boss, your friends, or yourself. I took Monday off to emotionally rest. 
I'm going to take Friday off to figure out some stuff I'm going through. I'm finishing early on Thursday to check in with my therapist. The sooner we normalise this as a good thing, the better. Step three. If the trigger is work, use it as a chance to talk about it. Let's compare it to a physical injury again. Imagine you had a physical accident at work. You hurt your back. You had to stay home and rest. You'd be honest with your boss without even thinking about it. But what if your job is affecting your mental health? This isn't about pointing fingers. It's about practical, proactive combos, like... I feel very depleted after finishing that big project. I've been feeling very anxious about that deadline. I've been feeling increasingly overwhelmed working from home. There's a myth about mental health days. That it's all about hiding under a doona, wallowing or weeping. Well, it's time to rebrand it. A mental health day is a chance to rest, reset, be gentle with ourselves and search for a better way to work and live which doesn't wear you down. Respect your limits. Tell your truth. And don't add to your anxiety by lying. Let's change the stigma around mental health days. One sickie at a time. I'm Casey Donovan, and you've been listening to The Space, a podcast written by Amy Malloy. We're back tonight with another mood-soothing episode. The power of the one-word rant. Space out.